Welcome everybody to the Stoned On Sports Podcast. My name is Matt. Really happy to be here with you today, getting ready to talk about some Week 7 NFL. Uh, we're going to be halfway through the se- or the uh, fantasy season after this week, so it, it's going to be a big week to, to find out really what kind of team you've got and, and make sure you understand what you need to do going forward. Before we get into all of that, I want to say a big thank you to all of our subscribers, the people who pop into the chat, uh, everybody who watches afterwards, and just everyone who supported us on this little endeavor. As always, I'm joined by the Legion of Doom, Kyle and Ramey. Ramey, there's, to me, one big game on the schedule this week, and it's Eagles and Dolphins. Um, I'm that to me is is interesting because in the Dolphins, you've got a quarterback who's um, on pace to throw for 5,000 yards. You've got two running backs who are on pace for 1,000 yards and two wide receivers who are on pace for 1,000 yards, which are just absolutely insane. Philly is, has been damn good against the run this year, and Devon Achan is out. You've got Jeff Wilson, who will probably start, and, and Raheem Mostert is, is there, obviously. But that is such a huge part of their offense. I'm excited to see how it's going to play out. Yeah, it should be a really good game on Sunday night. It's nice when you actually have a, a good game on those Sunday night, Monday night games, as we've been kind of not really had that this this year so far. A little bit, but not really. Um but that Miami Philly game should be really good. You say there's two receivers on pace for a thousand yards. One of those receivers is on pace for two thousand yards. Yeah. So um I'm curious if Miami can keep up these video game numbers, especially as the weather starts to turn. I don't think they go anywhere really too terrible weather wise, but Philly's defense is legit. It'll be fun to watch and see if uh, they can slow Miami down. I, I think it's going to be a bit of a shootout. I think the over unders up above 50. So, and it might be the highest over under of the weekend. So Philly's offense has been kind of inconsistent so far this year, um, especially playing against the Jets last week. They weren't really impressive. Hertz had three picks, and uh, they only put up, I think, what, 17 points? So um, it'll be a fun game to watch, and I hope it's really high scoring and really kind of back and forth, and I hope all the all the stars shine because the Sunday night games have been kind of boring. I know last week's – it was an exciting game, the Giants-Bills, but um, – it was i guess the games have been boring it was an exciting game (laughs) yes i i mean it it was a it wasn't a really it was a competitive game is what i should have said so um but it should be a fun one on sunday night so kyle what are you looking forward to this weekend yeah dolphins eagles i i agree i think uh, Sunday night features to be the game of the week, like uh, Matt referenced. Um, but yeah, they have been inconsistent on offense. They got injuries piling up in the secondary. That's a bad combination with a high flying offense like uh, Miami coming to town. They lead the NFL in yards per play and yards per pass attempt um, by significant margins. And Philly secondary is allowing 302 passing yards per game at home this season second most of the nfl so something's gonna break something's gonna you know i i kind of like miami in this off in this game but games are won in the trenches and the eagles arguably have the best offensive 
and defensive line in football. Um, I think that'll be the difference maker. I, I think the Eagles do win. Um, what is it? Minus two and a half. That's about right. Yeah. I got the Eagles winning this game. I think it'll be exciting. I think there'll be some offense, uh, of course. But again, I, I we're idiot, right? I think I think the Lions for the Philly are going to be the difference maker in this game. Yeah. Um, one thing too, I saw that Jalen Ramsey is back at practice this week for the the Dolphins, so that should be a, a not that really? he's going to play this weekend, but um, it should be a big boost for that defense that's been struggling a little bit, especially against the more talented quarterbacks. They gave up forty eight couple of weeks ago against the bills. So going down the stretch, we'd talked about it before the season. We thought he wouldn't be back until December or so. And it sounds like he's going to be back maybe a month or so early. Um, should be a boon for, uh, for that Miami defense. I agree. And, and that's really been um, the, the weakest part of their team has been the defense. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I do think though, just the way that offense is and the way they get their playmakers the ball in space and get them the ball when they're already on the move, there is no defense speed-wise that can keep up with them. Um, Darius Slay has been out for a few weeks, and, and he was a, a limited participant at practice. No real firm idea on whether or not he's going to play, but just given the length of time he was out, you know that when he gets back, he isn't going to be 100%, and you don't want to go up against Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill at anything less than. Right. The Eagles give up the vast majority of their fantasy points to wide receivers, it, something to the tune of like 65%, which is the most in the NFL. I think right now, and we saw this in the Buffalo game, and this sounds cliche and, and I hate myself for saying it, but nobody's beat the Dolphins but themselves because the reason they lost that Buffalo game was because they turned a damn ball over so much. Yeah. And they, they do have some some issues with that. But when they don't, they beat everybody. Yeah. It might not matter because uh, with the run defense for the Dolphins ranked 20th and the Eagles are the second in the league in rush offense, they might be keeping them on the sidelines. Which is what you're probably going to need to do in this game. You need to get they they need a lot less snaps on offense for Philly to have um, a great chance to win this game. Yeah, and that's where it's been encouraging for the Dolphins to see that running game develop. Kind of not really as the season's gone on, but after the first couple of games, n not to really cut back on the the passing offense, but you, they've shown that. I'm not really sure why there were rumors of them trying to trade for Jonathan Taylor because their running game is potent. I think they're averaging darn near eight to nine yards of carry, um, no matter who's in that backfield. So that's what's going to win against teams like Philly. That's what's going to win in the playoffs, the ability to have long sustained, sustained drives. And while the defense of Miami is certainly the weakness on that team, I think they're a little bit of a victim of that potent offense scoring so much. It's hard to, it's hard to be out there for so many snaps to your point, Kyle, when you're, when your team's putting up 42, 48 points a game, um, 70, it, it's, it, it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit, it's a little bit of kind of expected there that your defense isn't going to be elite by the amount of points you're in yards and, and how quickly that offense scores. 
Yeah, I mean, shit, the, the Dolphins have already rushed for almost 1,100 yards this year. It's tops in the NFL. Six and a half yards a carry. Yeah. Achan's averaging like fucking 10 or just something ridiculous yeah, like that. It was 12.1. Yeah. 12. I mean, that's just a, a, an unheard of. I mean, it, rate of efficiency, especially at the volume that he's getting. He's not getting 12 yards a carry on, on three carries. He's getting 10, 11, 12 carries. Well, he's not getting yeah. any carries right now because sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, thanks, most... Captain Obvious. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't appreciate you pointing that out. Didn't mention most, that. Mostert's carried almost double the amount uh, that HN has, and he Mostert's still averaging almost six yards a carry. So, I mean, even with more of a sample size, that. 5.7 yards a carry. I'd take that any day of the week. Even on Sunday. Even on Sunday. Twice on Twice, Sunday. Twice, yeah. Let's, um, since you're going to the game this week, let's talk Browns Colts. Uh, Browns oh, are three and not. two. <laughs> Browns are three and two. Colts are three and three. Uh, the lines, uh, let's see, Cleveland minus three. The over under is 40. Cleveland's defense, I think, is the big story. They just held the 49ers to 215 yards. That's the fewest amount of yards in any game Kyle Shanahan has head coached. And it's not simply due to weather either. Uh, and it's not simply due to, uh, you know, the uh, playmakers for San Francisco going out. It's just that defense is really, really good. Really it is. Good. Um, your boy, uh, Jim Schwartz coming in and, and heading up that defense. It's really been a, a, a huge difference on that side of the ball for Cleveland and with Garner Minshew behind the line and um, the Colts offense not being what we thought it was going to be. I see Cleveland doing exactly what Jacksonville did, crowding the box. The difference being that Cleveland has the corners to be able to cover Pittman and Downs to shut them down as well. Not that Minshew was um, uh, Pittman had a had a decent game, but Minshew, even though throw he threw for fifty five uh, complete not completions, God fifty five passes, um, he wasn't really effective in the passing game. And Cleveland's going to be able to to crowd the box and but stop the stop the pass with one on one coverage. So. I think it's going to go under that 40 and a half. I could see a little bit of a letdown on Cleveland by uh, having that big win against the Niners and then having a game that they should win against the Colts. But I think it's going to be maybe like a a 24 to 17 kind of game, which is 41, which is over what I just said. So let's go 24, 10. (laughs) I'm an idiot. I can't do math. Math is hard. Math is, you know, not my strong suit, but it's a long way of saying I don't think the Colts are really going to put up much of a fight in this game. Yeah, like, Colts ain't going to do shit against that defense. Yeah, it's going to be a long afternoon for you. Yeah, yeah. And it's, with Grover, I, I mentioned it on Tuesday, with Grover Stewart being out, Cleveland's just going to pound the rock. They're just going to run it with Jerome Ford. So if you have yeah. Jerome Ford, I would certainly start him against that indie defense, which is hurting. Yeah, Absolutely. I think it'll be a huge huge game for Jerome Ford. Even just that they might get up, you know run the ball to, to to run the game out and win. I think it'll be low scoring, like you mentioned. But Cleveland, like one against the pass, fourth against the run. They're fifth in, in points allowed. They're only averaging 15 a, a game. It's going to be a long day for Minshew and 
again, sorry for the official news of AR having season-ending surgery on his shoulder. It's a bummer, but got to make you excited for next year that he'll be all mended up and and maybe he's learned some things. Yeah, and he'll be able. the The nice thing is for those that argued he should sit this year and and watch, he's he's going to be able to do that. So, um, oh, looks like qu- we have a question. Got a, got a question? Sure do. I'll throw it up. What's up, Patty? Remember you from last week. Yep. Thanks for coming. PPR, having some trouble flipping Rashad White for a wide receiver for my bench. Any advice on receivers I should be targeting? I also have Connor. Should I get rid of him instead? Well, I think Connor will have better. You'll have a better return from Connor over Rashad White. Not much. Um, the problem is with him being hurt, you're probably not going to get a, as much value as you would if he were healthy, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but the Rashad White thing, he's just, he's barely over three a carry. He's just not having a good year. We didn't predict to him for him to have a good year. Um, trying to think if of some. If you're looking for a lower receiver, end wide receiver your, you could try and get. If, if you're looking for a receiver for your bench, I know we talked about Josh Downs. He's still available in a lot of leagues. You might want to try to see if you can pick him up um, as a. Not as for a, this week, though. No, no, no. But if, he, <laughs> if he's going to stash him on his bench, a uh, wide receiver for his bench, I'd certainly look to see if sure. Downs is available and throw him on there. Yeah, I think Matt, uh, gonna... another good target would be somebody like Romeo Dubs. Um, or sorry, Romeo Dobbs. And the bonus with him, he's already at his buy. So you you that's one less piece you have to worry about replacing. He's somebody you can even plug into your flex. Rashad White is not having that good of a year. That line is not run blocking well. Um, his yard, I mean, he's averaging like 3.3 yards per carry. This week is actually an awful week for him. He's a running back that doesn't really break many carries, and he's going up, a, a, or sorry, break many tackles, and he's going up against a, a Falcons team that's pretty damn good. One other that you might want to look at, I don't know if you could get him through a trade now, um, but if he's available as a free agent is McCole Hardman, just got traded to the Chiefs, Um, might be worth a pickup and stashed him on the bench and seeing if that relationship from last year um, pans out moving forward with him and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's not a horrible one either. And he was really big in special teams um and patty if your league has return yards for uh a setting or for scoring in it that that would be a good pickup hardman i like that one Ramey. thanks heck yeah um see so yeah colts so suck Brown, back to money. yeah browns are gonna stop the colts they don't suck but crazier things have happened but i just don't see it <laughs> i don't either um I'm just, it'll be fun to go to the game. It will be. Hey, PJ Walker revenge game. He w- he was a Colt for a spell, was he not? He was. He might have started a couple games. But I don't think the Colts are, or the Colts, the Browns are going to have to throw much to beat the Colts. But I think I'm fine starting Amari Cooper. You know, because last week he had a decent week. Um, Walker looks his way. I think he could still probably get end up with like five or six targets this week, and and he gets some some high value and and down the field targets. He's he's worked more downfield this year, so or no man, I, I'm not I'm not benching him. That's for sure. Well, I heard today Deshaun Watson actually practiced today for the first time since 
September twenty second. He didn't throw deep though, or or anything like that. He got out there. I don't think he's going to be back for a while. And it's not like the team would trust him enough to go get outside treatment. So. <laughs> That's true. Um, and I think Cleveland's on the bye after this week too, aren't they? I believe. So it might be wise just to let him sit and and get that bye, and then try to bring him back in a couple weeks. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm starting Jerome yeah. Ford with confidence in a week. Yeah. So I, yeah, I would as well. Let's uh, switch to tonight's game, Thursday night football. Jags at Saints. Um, this is pretty much the first road game that Jacksonville's played since the Colts in Week One. Yeah, so, yeah. If you don't count going mean, to London. Yep. Um, Jacksonville's on a three-game win streak, and. Um, <laughs> They've never won on the biggie. I can't talk today. What's that's so funny? Oh no. I hate when I'm in my thing and I see you laugh and I just have to stop and it's fucking annoying. You, you don't have to stop. Uh keep your concentration. Yeah, I want to know what the hell I want to know what I said wrong. <laughs> it was I think it was what I said, honestly. I, well, yeah, you said, Oh, this is their first true road game. And like, yeah, if you don't count London, it's like, yeah, we're not we're not gonna count going to another fucking continent as a road game. <laughs> nope. Um it's top, their two top 10 defenses, uh, according to DVOA. That will be, what is the other? It's 40 in this. Yeah, definitely. I think it's under. And it's actually on DraftKings, it moved up to 41. So, oh, 41 now. Well, yeah. Still hammer the under. Yeah. Um, and if Carr can have a pretty good game, the Jaguars have been awful against the past. They're 31st in the NFL. Man, if Carr could just figure it out and have a good game and Alave and Thomas and Kamara and they all eat, I could see him winning. But Jacksonville's never won in the Big Easy uh, since the beginning of their franchise. Um, yeah. yeah. And a, a stat I heard on SportsCenter before hopping on here that means nothing about nothing. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is 34-2 and two in college at Clemson, and those two losses were in the Superdome. Or as Hulk Hogan would say, the Silver Dome. Like, oh, like a uh, what he college football playoff losses in the Super Dome. Yeah. Is that what they were? Yep. To LSU and uh, who the other? I don't know who the other one was. Um, Doesn't really Ohio, matter. I think. Oh, yeah. Could be a big game for Kamara. He's already he's been targeted over eight times a game so far. Um, yeah, they could be down. Carr's going to have to get rid of the ball quickly. I mean, that offensive line has just been a revolving door there um, for the Saints. I think Cesar Ruiz is usually – he's a guard and usually plays – is playing right tackle tonight, I think I read. Yeah, both their um, starting tackles are out. Yeah, so it's it, it's it's going to be rough, man. The, he's going to have to get rid of the ball. They're probably not going to be able to run the ball. I think this is a this is a big Kamara game. Start a big – don't big worry about that top 10 defense. Big under game on a short week, too. Yeah. This, and sure. this is definitely not an ETN game. The Saints are, are allowing the third fewest points to running backs on a per-game basis. It's like eight points a week. Um, <clears throat> I thought I heard earlier today, and, and I've not had a chance to to verify this, that the Jags were also missing uh, both of their guards for tonight's okay. game. Both of their guards are hurt. I could be full of shit, so you know, don't quote me on that. But I'm not looking for much out of... Uh, ETN, I think he'll have a, a respectable game, but really with him, I think 
this week you're you're hoping for him to find the end zone to really get any kind of point accumulation. I don't like Calvin Ridley going up against Marshawn Lattimore. No. Ridley's I mean, he's been getting a decent target share. He's he's been, you know, five, six, seven, eight targets every week. He's just not hauling in those attempts. Yeah. Um, got a comment. Got a comment here. Uh, Alex, uh, PPR triple flex. Wow. 12 man league Baker, Adams, Alave, Bajan, Cook, Komet flexes moves to make. You guys can read it. Burrow Higgins. It's got two mingos. (laughs) Um, one and five. And I know Olave's been killing you. And Adam's been killing you the past couple of weeks, too. Yeah. Yeah, he has. James Cook's not done great. Who's Terry? Oh, Terry McLaurin. McLaurin. Yeah. And Garrett Wilson, I'm guessing. <laughs> Sorry, I lost no. my track of thought <laughs> while typing. No. All, all good, brother. Yeah, no good, man. Everybody makes mistakes. Uh, Mingo's still raw. Man, he's going to be Damn. better next year, I think. Actually traded ETN for Adams and Terry. Michael Wilson. Okay. I got you. Adams and Terry. <sighs> I mean. Have you, been going, have you been going with Baker most weeks? Since Burrow hasn't looked great, except for the one game. Got to believe that's getting better. Higgins has been killing you, too. Yeah. Damn. I mean, that's just. Oh, yeah. That's right. He is on a buy. He is on a buy this week. A lot of good quarterbacks on a buy this week. John Dotson hasn't turned out. Samuel's been the guy on that team. I don't know if you could flip Addison for somebody like. Like a Palmer, Josh Palmer. Yeah, I mean, I might almost. This wouldn't by chance be a work league or something like that where you're playing with kind of some some dumb folks. <laughs> if, if it is, I would try and bank on T. Higgins' name value and see if you can move him. Um, damn, it, it, it's rough. Um, you might want to see... got dick for running backs no he doesn't got nothing except for Bajan. yeah i'd almost see if i could package james cook and, and maybe addison and try and get an upgrade there on your rb2 um it being james. a ppr does help would you do would you do something like james cook and addison for kamara i don't want to have kamara and alave though yeah i guess that's true but i think Send a lava um, in that. Send a lava in that trade, then. Yeah. Yeah, because it considering that that JJ is out, and how they have both played. If he did that, my flexes would be a wasteland. That's true. Damn. <laughs> I've never played in a triple flex before, before, so it's interesting. 
That is. That's a those are big ass rosters too. Yeah. Damn, that's a good one. It I don't know, starting that many players, like everybody is going to be weak somewhere. And so you want to try and find an elite talent at one of the positions to help give you that separation. Oh, yeah. Addison's a must start every week. Yeah, He's definitely. not going down there on your bench. Um, I mean, you got to hope for a, a turnaround from Higgins. Yeah, it, it's really hard to say. Um, that's a difficult question. <laughs> Come on That's here, right. stump us first thing. What's wrong with you? Right. <clears throat> Great question, Alex. You're stumping us. I mean, overall, it's, it's it's not a bad team. It's not. That's a bad luck team right there. It is. I mean, maybe Kante Ingram, you just can't Ingram, you just grabbed this week, I'm guessing, or last week, maybe. Who does Tampa have? Tampa's on a Atlanta at Tampa the Falcons. Yeah. Maybe maybe you bank on Baker having a big week against the Falcons, and you try to package him and Falcons. Have somebody been pretty damn good on defense. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> Especially in the past. <clears throat> Just last week, you picked up Ingram. Yeah. That's tough. That's a rough. I mean, who knows what's going to go on in Arizona? The offense ain't great, even though Josh Dobbs kind of makes it fun looking at times. I'm glad he's getting some playing time now. Yeah. I think um, I think Aiden O'Connell is starting this week for the, the Raiders, too. He is. Um, last time he did, though Adams didn't have a great game, he had like eight for 76 or seven for 67. He still got 13 targets. So, you know, he's going to get the, the volume there. You just got to hope they're better targets this week. Uh, oh. Thanks for the question, Alex. Yes. Thanks. I, I was typing that. <laughs> um, I think ETN is a, high-end RB2 this week. I think he's somewhere in the RB13 to 15 range. I got him probably a few spots lower just because of how consistent they've been um, on defense, the Saints. They haven't – well, they've only given up – they've given up 100 yards or fewer in three of six games this year, and they haven't given up more than 120, um, you know, to all running backs, not just one. But um, – yeah, I would fade him a little bit this week, but I probably don't have a lot of options because of buys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're not benching him. No, no. You um, just need to lower your expectations for, yeah, maybe. for what you're hope getting out of him. Hope he falls in the end zone, too. Uh, can't can't hurt. Great question, Johnny. Um, don't forget yeah. to like and subscribe. We appreciate it. Uh, what's Alex got a couple more questions here. May try to flip Higgins for Ridley or something like that next week. Obviously, swapping no problems. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I, uh, I yeah, so yeah. 
Ridley's falling Sorry. out there. It's it's Christian Kirk's the number one receiver there in Jackson. That's what I was gonna say. I would if you're gonna try to get Ridley, I'd start with asking for Kirk. See if somebody's silly enough to like Matt said, go off the name of Higgins and hope that somebody's hoping he has a bounce back the last two thirds of the season. And maybe you could steal Christian Kirk from from a team or something like that. And if if they say no, you could always move back and ask. I guess it's not necessarily the same guy, the guy that has the same both players, but I I'd, I'd try to shoot a little bit higher first and then see what happens. Yeah, and, and I think Higgins I, I, is still feeling them ribs too. Yeah, yes. And I, Alex, I I've traded on a bye week, you know, during a bye week for a player and didn't get to. In fact, I think I did it with Matt last year. I didn't get to use the player for, you know, till the following week, but um, it just happened to work out well for me where I wasn't screwed with losing any roster spots and stuff or any, you know, starters um, at that time. But you'd be surprised, man. You, there's people out there. You must identify your, you know, your, your great trade partner in your league. Maybe a guy who's not as well-versed in fantasy football or, um, and every league has someone who trades just to trade. Yep, that that's the guy. Just you need because to they think the trading is fun. Yep, that's the guy you need to identify right there. Um, great questions, guys. Appreciate it. Um, what else we got here? All right, we're good with Saints and Jags. Yep, yeah. Let's talk about them Lions, right? Uh, the Five Lions. and one, right? I'm oh, I'm drinking yeah. the Kool Aid. Oh. I got Alex has another oh. comment. Oh, uh, oh Lord! The Ridley owner values him as like a high end wide receiver too. He does own Ridley and Kirk. Ooh, yeah. Try and get Kirk. Yeah, I try to get Kirk. Why the fuck does he own both? Right. I mean, Ridley well, is not a high wide receiver too either. He's no. No. Well, he values so, him as that. The, the owner values right. him as, as that, and and that's a shame. Um, maybe try and back that up with some, some stats to prove that he's not a high end wide receiver too right now. I'd rather have Kirk. I've rushed. He's valuing Ridley higher than Kirk. All right. Give me Kirk. Yes. T-Law, Ridley, Kirk, (laughs) and Ingram. Wow. Jeez. Like lives in Jacksonville. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like Jesus. Talk about drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. That's, that's just a a full Homer team right there. Holy shit. You must like the Jags. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> but Lions 5-1 traveled to Baltimore uh, to take on the Ravens. They're 4-2. and two. Um, Teams can no longer take advantage of the free square that the Lions have been uh, forever. Um, this is another chance for the Lions to make uh, another statement in the NFL. It's also a little bit of a revenge game. If you remember a couple seasons ago in 2021, oh. I think it was week three. Justin Tucker hit a 66-yard field goal that bounced off the crossbar and won in, and they they won as time expired. Um, but this is a different Lions team. They've been starting games, games um, very well and playing with a lead this season. Detroit is the only team in the NFL averaging more than a touchdown in the first quarter this, this season. Um, and it should also be noted that the Lions are the third best in NFL in points allowed in the first quarter, too. So they are taking care of business. They need to do that again this week. The defense is pretty damn good now. Uh, they've got 38 points on takeaways, tied for fourth in the NFL. Um, 
Monty's going to be out. He's hurt. Gibbs is uh, trending to come back. It looks like that's definitely going to happen. Man, we need that cat to show up this this week um, against a you know young defense in Baltimore. Yeah, I agree. Um, last time Monty was out and and uh, Gibbs was was leading the backfield. I mean, he had seventeen, 17 carries for eighty or something. Yeah, I, I mean yeah. that's perfectly fine. I'm I'm happy with that, especially if you mix in uh, a couple of grabs. This is an interesting matchup in that it's the uh, PFF's top two rated quarterbacks going against each other. And um, if you would have told me that the top rated quarterback was going to be Jared Goff, there ain't no way in how I'd have believed you. Not that I think he was a scrub or, or anything like that, but just he has really elevated his play this year. And along with his elevation of play, he has brought the team along with him. Um. If I have Gibbs, I'm starting him. I'm, I'm starting Sun God. Laporta is yeah, kind of iffy, um, but it's not like you're going to bench him because you've got anyone better. On the Baltimore side, it, it seems like, uh, at least among the wide receivers, Lamar is really only throwing to Zay Flowers anymore. So if you've got him, start him with confidence. I mean, obviously, if you drafted Mandrews, if you were smart, you didn't draft another tight end because you didn't need to. So you're you're going to start him. That backfield's a, a goddamn mess. I wish they'd just make up their mind over his career. Gus Edwards is averaging like five yards a carry. Let the man eat. All aboard the yeah. Gus bus. But they're you know mixing in Justice Hill and, and doing all kinds of silly bullshit. And it's not really going to matter because the Lions have the the best run defense in the NFL. They've not faced a running threat like Lamar Jackson, but it's not like there's six or seven of him in the league anyway. There's one of him. Um, uh, yeah, hold on. Hold that thought, Alex. has got a follow-up question. Maybe James Cook and McLaurin for Kamara. Let's see what. I'd do that just to get Kamara, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm not yeah. big on Christian Watson, but it's it's not like Terry's been all that great either. Out of that deal, yeah. I want Kamara. Yeah. You're getting the best player in that deal. Yeah, I like that too. Thanks, Alex. Another great question, man. Anytime. Um, Lions. Um, Ramey, would you like to talk about that? Yeah, he, yeah, he can. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> Uh, I didn't want to steal your guys' thunder. It's your team. so. But Goff has been so good this year. I know we talked about the fact that he has so many games, especially late in the season, in a dome and how to, how well he does in a dome. But the splits really aren't that significant anymore. He seems to do pretty well no matter where he's playing. And um, I think they, they're three-point underdogs, but... I, I think it's going to be a really fun game to watch and a fun game to see how the Lions respond on the road against a quality team. I I think the Lions go in there and win. Um, they just seem like they're they're playing really well. The offense is clicking. The defense has come around. I feel like I'm saying a lot of the stuff you guys have already said, so I'll, I'll kind of wrap it up. But I don't know if I've been hanging around you guys too much, but I'm kind of jumping on the Lions bandwagon. They, they're, they look I'll, I'll, good. I'll email you the bandwagon form for you to fill. Thanks, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, um, you you do need Gibbs to come back and have a have a solid game on the ground to make up for the loss of Monty. But um, I think any 
any loss you have in the run game, Goff's going to be able to make up the, through the air. He's he's shown that over the course of the year this year. And I was just thinking earlier today when when that trade between the the Lions and the Rams happened, you thought golf was just going to be a golf. Golf was just going to be a bridge quarterback for yeah. until they could draft somebody. Or, but yeah. he looks like the long term answer for in in Detroit. So that's got to be a great feeling and. And knowing that you've got you're set up for sustained success moving forward. The Ravens are also in their game in London. Um, they ran 70 plays on offense. It's tied for second most this season. You think fatigue could be a factor? You always hear that London hangover. Uh, I'm hoping we just whoop them. I hope whoop so them. too. Uh, I'm I'm surprised and, the Ravens coming off that London trip. There, I'm surprised they're a three point favorite. I mean, yeah, that's home, essentially home. home field advantage, right? Yeah. There. yeah, yep. But they've the Ravens have you know they've always been that team that's kind of struggled to hold leads over the past few seasons, and with the Lions, the way they score in the first quarter and what they uh, allow in the first, like it's they're going to get off to a fast start, and. I think ARSB is going to have another 10 catch game. He's a monster. He is a monster. He's a first down machine. I like it. I like it. And Jamison Williams is back and they're going to start integrating him. His, his, his snap should start creeping up each week. Um, I'm hoping that all these guys can, you know, compliment one another and get a big, big win on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh. Do, 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 do we did Colts? We did. How about Chargers Chiefs? Just Read my mind. Name. A lot of big names on it. And the uh, overs at 48. It looks like Kansas City by five and a half. Uh, Ramey mentioned earlier, McCole Hardman uh, rejoins uh, the team from a trade from the Jets. They swapped some some late rounders in, what, 2025, it looks like. So nothing yeah. um, major. Um it's going to be some scoring. These teams have combined for 51 or more points in five consecutive meetings. Um, it's going to be another one. It could be just as it could be maybe just as exciting as Dolphins Eagles in a way. Um, and Mahomes has been good. He's been a good fantasy player this this year so far. He's just kind of short of being you know great this season. Um, he's been a QB one score in four or six games. Um, and he has just one top five scoring week on the season. So it's been rough for him. Um, but the Chargers are coming to town and they've allowed the highest scoring uh, quarterback twice through five weeks so far. Or Hold that five thought. Games. Yep. So we got George play in here. I'm six and oh, congratulations. Nice. Tua CMC KW3 Cup Olave Goddard flexes James Cook. Bench Dell Deontay Roshan. Damn, should I trade James Cook for A-Chan? Yes. Yeah. If, if you can get A-Chan, get him. Yep. 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 Oh, he's got Jameson, too. Deontay's hurt. JSN. Fields is hurt. It's a nice team, brother. No wonder you're 6-0. and Olave hasn't you. done much. Goddard hasn't done much except for last week. It's a nice team. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, if you can get him. Yeah. Mean, so, so, so you don't get him for a few weeks, you know. Right. Deal. You're, so you're trading your flex. Um, I'm happy to plug in Tank Dell. 
for the next couple of weeks while you wait for him to come back. I mean, he's on by this week, obviously, but um, there's there's a small drop off there, but but not a whole lot. And Dell has has proven uh, this year that he can be that big play receiver. I still think Nico's the guy there, but he's a nice oh compliment. for sure. He's a nice compliment um, to him and for Stroud. But yeah, send that trade. See what happens. People are, you know, since he's since Achan is injured, somebody might jump on that right away and hit the button. Absolutely, especially now that we're in these heavy bye weeks. Yeah, you're six and zero, oh, so you're trying to navigate the next few weeks, and then you get him back. It's a good, it's good good shot even if you go two and one or one and two you're still in great shape and you'll have aj yeah appreciate you popping in to to chat with us if you have any other questions let us know and if you haven't yet please uh subscribe and, and give us a like yeah we're here every uh tuesday and thursday at 7 p.m eastern and uh starting this week 11 30 a.m eastern on sundays for uh that last minute lineup questions you guys got um what else we got? What else you guys got for Chargers and Chiefs? I think one of the things that hasn't really been talked about a whole lot this year is just how solid that Kansas City defense is. They, they spent a lot. They spent a lot of resources on in the draft the last couple of years. So it's a young defense. They, it's anchored by Chris Jones. So I mean that's a huge piece right there in the middle and paying him for at least a year. But I mean they've got they've got weapons all over the place on defense, and that's really kind of been the underrated story of the year they've they've been able to kind of compensate for the lack of offensive weapons on the outside at least in the receiver game that kansas city has been struggling with so it's keeping kansas city in games so mahomes and um travis kelsey and and whoever else maybe now hard Harmon coming in and uh rasheed rice was doing really well sky moore um had had a couple moments, but that defense is really keeping them in games as well. And I think that's going to be really important moving forward with the amount that they've paid Mahomes is that they continue to draft well and, and supplement that team with cheap talent. Yeah. And, and on the chargers side, um, let's be real here. This is a team that was built to try and beat the chiefs. And it seems like they always play them close in Kansas city uh, something like the last five games, I think, have gone over 51 points. Is that what you were saying, Kyle? That's correct. Five consecutive. So, last five. It, you know, it's it, it's always a good matchup, even though Brandon Staley is going to do everything he can to blow it. Yep. Um, and, and you would almost expect, just given his background and pedigree, that if we were going to talk about a, a a good young defense, you would expect it to be the Chargers. Um, but that's just not the case. Do I expect the Chargers to go in there and win? No. Um, but I do think you're you should be able to get a, a decent game out of Justin Herbert. I, I think he's probably, you know, the QB eight or nine this week. I don't think he's a top five option this week. Keenan Allen will continue to be a top five option at wide receiver. Eckler's back. He's gonna get his and, and um Palmer. Yeah, Josh Palmer. You know, start him if you have to, but don't get your expectations too high. On the Kansas City side, you know, 
grab a magic eight ball and ask it who to start if you've got some <laughs> wide receivers. Um, I think this is a great matchup for Pacheco. I'm I'm starting him with a shit ton of confidence. You know, Travis Kelsey is is Travis Kelsey. I think the big question with him that people are going to face is, you know, is he somebody you want to use in DFS at that price tag? He's like 8,700 or something like that on DraftKings. Just yeah. something insane. Um, you know, and, and Mahomes is Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes is. I, I expect him to finish right up there uh, at the top this week. He's averaged 24.3 fantasy points in f- the last four games uh, since Brandon Staley's been the coach um, for the Chargers. He's thrown multiple uh, passing touchdowns in all four games and three touchdowns in three of those games each. Um, doesn't matter where it was at, at Chargers or Chiefs. He's just he's he's good. I got Mahomes one week or in one league this week, and I'm 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 hoping for a big game from him. Should be with that Chargers defense. I know we talked about it on Tuesday. They have a lot of names, like big time names on that defense. Khalil Mack, um, Bosa, uh, and Bosa's James. Yeah, Derwin James. Yeah, but uh, as a unit, they're just not very good. And I think it's going to eventually lead to a new coach in San Diego. Hopefully, (laughs) LA. LA. Yep. (laughs) Uh, I said San Diego, I think, last week on, on, on our podcast, too. So, yeah. yeah, we have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. people. But I, I think Mahomes is going to shine. I think Kelsey's going to shine. I don't know if he's worth that eighty-seven hundred number in DFS, but um, you'd really have to bank on him having a couple tuds if uh, if you pay that. Um, but who knows? Who knows what I might do this this right. week in DFS? It'll yeah, we see if it. Works yeah, out. that's true. That's true. We got some standings to go over. Yeah, we did that at some point. Did we? Yeah, we did it Tuesday. Done. No, we didn't. Mm -mm. Yeah, we did. No, 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 we did. Oh, oh, the actual DFL. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's go. I was gonna, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Um, yeah, DFS results. Ramey again started 0 and 2, won four in a row. He's been kicking our butts. He's having, um, a great year so far. Me and Matt are just just sucking. Um, so congrats on that for taking our our money each week. Um, and then we have uh, appreciate the donation. No, exactly, dude. Great, great job. Again, for somebody who hasn't played DFS regularly or ever stop before this that. season. Okay, stop saying that. Well, whatever. Who cares? I love DFS. Um, and then since we're getting to our aces and deuces and locks pick here in a moment, we'll just do our results from last week. I was three and two, Matt one and four, Ramey two and three. Again, I am the overall champion so far. Please listen to all the locks and, and, and aces and deuces picks I have because <laughs> one and nine. So I'll take that dude. to get 21 out of 30. I'll take it all day long. Yeah. It's a nice little batting average right there. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, 500 that'll keep you in the majors, yeah, right. Heck yeah, so yeah, so aces, deuces time that's our version of starts and sits. Did you notice the football's different, Matt? I did, thank you. Well, you got the college football. Well, I didn't realize it was the college football. No, it's not. That looks like a almost like a rugby ball, yeah. Well, well, it's, I mean, it's is that an Australian rules football? It's a foot, it's football, darn it. 
So um, the football you found in your grandfather's barn? Yes. Yes, it is. So my first ace here is... Jeez. Uh, Packers tight end Luke Musgrave. Um, Broncos are just horrible uh, in the league and points allowed to tight ends. They're tied with the Jets, actually, for last in the league. They average uh, tight ends average against them six receptions, 75 yards, half a touch, and ten, averaging 10 fantasy points, which I got a tight end with 10. I'm, I'm pick, tickled pink. I'm happy as shit. Um, Kelsey's uh, tickle, game tickle. against them. <laughs> Kelsey's game against the Broncos there skews this a little bit. He was nine for 124, but Conklin was four for 67. Cole Komet had that big game a few weeks ago, seven for 85 and two touchdowns. And Logan Thomas um, the other couple weeks ago was two for 22 and a touch. So I like Luke Musgrave there this week. Uh, my second ace is Commanders running back Brian Robinson Jr., um, the Giants are 28th ranked defense versus um, opposing running backs. They allow, Jesus, 132 yards, 5.14 carry, almost 1.2 touchdowns, and a couple receptions for 15 yards, and 20.67 points to running backs. Um, that's, 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 that's horrible. Um, Johnson, or Johnson, Robinson's still the lead back there for the Commanders. Um, I think it'll be a mid-range RB2 finish this week. Um, yeah, start him. Who wants to go next? Who wants to go next? I'll go. <clears throat> Sweet. Are you doing your so, own stuff? Yes, I'll produce Sweet. myself. So my first ace is Seattle Seahawks running back Kenneth Walker. Dude's getting the volume. He gets the goal line work. He gets the red zone work. Cardinals are one of the worst run defenses in the league. And last week, Kyron Williams abused the shit out of them. I expect Ken Walker to do the same. My second ace, Jalen Waddell. Tyreek Hill rightfully gets all the attention with, with everything that he's doing. The Eagles give up over 26 points per game to wide receivers. His targets are trending up. He's got touchdowns in two straight games. And it's the highest total on the board this week. Good picks. I'll, yeah. I'll lead in. I'll lead into mine, which that similar reasoning. One of my aces is Eagles running back DeAndre Swift going up against that Dolphins defense. Um, they haven't really stopped anybody outside of Denver, and uh, I think there's going to be a lot of scoring in this game. To Matt, to your point, it's the highest scoring game on the board this week. Um, DeAndre Swift has done really well this year behind that Eagles line. Um, done really well in fantasy so i think he's going to be an ace this week my other ace 49ers wide receiver brandon Ayuk. um the uh, vikings defense hasn't really put up much of a fight against anybody better than the dolphins defense but still not great and with um with potentially cmc and debo out it's that's still up in the air for monday night i look for brock purdy to really uh, hone in on on Ayuk and for him to have a big game uh, even before CMC and Debo were out Ayuk was a favorite of Purdy and I think that's going to be even more magnified with the potential of them being out or at least limited if they're still kind of hurt Brandon Ayuk's top receiver in this league for sure yeah. 
Um, among all wide receivers with le- at least 100-plus routes run, Ayuk's been targeted on 30.8 of his routes run, which only trails Tyreek Hill and Stefan Diggs. He's good. Yeah. He's very good. And his 3.78 yards per route run is only behind Tyreek Hill's just whopping 5.06. I, I thought it was made up and I did <laughs> double check. I double checked a couple places and I'm like, wow, it's very good. Good picks, man. Good picks. Yeah, um, what do we got? Deuces, right? Let's do it up. Let me find my spot though. Cause I had to move all around. Oh yeah. Russell Wilson. <laughs> if I could have him on my deuces every week, I suppose I would. I mean, he's actually been um, pretty decent this year. Actually, um, he's been started in over a fifth of fantasy leagues. Uh, maybe you're desperate because um, Fields is doubtful. I guess T-Law is going to play, but you got Burrow, Stroud, Dak on a bye. Um, ugh, he's just, I'd be, I'd rather start somebody else, sift through the waiver wire before I start. Uh, him this week. Um, it's bad. Um, what else I got here? Sam Laporta. Ooh, my second deuce. Um, kind of fell back to earth last week. Probably had something to do with the Buccaneers or a top eight unit in fantasy points allowed to tight ends. Now he gets the Ravens who are the best in the league against tight ends. Um, they're first in the league and allowing just two, two, count it, two fantasy points on average per game. I would definitely pivot away from, from Laporta this week. I, I hate to say that, um, just him being a lion, but I, I just don't like it this week. I'm fading him. Matt? All right. Good picks. My morning deuce is Buccaneers running back <laughs> Rashad White. <clears throat> Touched on it before. He's got a poor blocking line going up against one of the better run defenses. He's averaging 3.3 yards a carry. He doesn't historically break tackles very well, and he's going up against a Falcons team that tackles very well. So he's not going to be great. My after work deuce is Bears (laughs) wide receiver DJ Moore. He's either playing with Justin Fields, who can't grip the ball, or Tyson fucking Badgett, who last December was throwing two picks and getting sacked eight times against the Colorado School of Mines. (laughs) (laughs) He ain't doing shit in the NFL. You probably don't have anyone better on your bench to start over him. But yeah, it's not like you're going out to high-five your friends like you just lost your virginity because you have DJ Moore in your lineup this week. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they can. I don't know, man, that's going to be rough. Some quick wide receiver screens that that cat might be able to throw to him or, or actually some fucking rushing carries maybe for DJ Moore this week, just to get the damn ball in his hand uh, might be an option. Uh, let's see. We got now locks of the week. That's where we all just put about Ramey. Oh, 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 sorry, Ramey. I forgot. My bad. I will shut up and just uh, go ahead with Kirk Cousins. I was looking at the time. Oh, we need to get done. Oh, sorry, bud. My my deuce of the week is Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins to no one's surprise. 
Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard or not, but Kirk Cousins doesn't do well in prime time up until the last couple of years. JJ is out. Um, that 49ers defense was not the reason why they lost in Cleveland last week. They played pretty well. They've played well all year, and I don't look for that to change coming up on Monday night. So for that reason, I think Kirk Cousins is going to struggle on Monday night football, and he's my deuce of the week. My other deuce of the week, this one hurts my heart, Colts wide receiver Michael Pittman Jr. And feel free if you've got any Colts position player and you want to interchange that name with Michael Pittman Jr. to do so this week against the Browns defense. Garner Minshew is going to struggle. He probably won't look as bad as he did with three picks last week against the Jaguars, but Michael Pittman, Josh Downs, any of those middle-of-the-road tight ends, but specifically Michael Pittman Jr. is going to be covered up by that um, Cleveland secondary and will be a deuce this week. Yeah, it's not looking good. Why did you choose this game to go to? Oh, it was a suite, so you got invited. I, really yes, I did not choose. I was offered the opportunity to go, yeah. and I, I took it. Yeah, I would I would have done the same thing, but it's yeah, it's good. You might be drunk by halftime. I don't know. If everything goes to play. <laughs> uh okay, we got now our locks of the week. We're gonna do a little sports betting. We each pick a um sports bet we like. I'll get her started. Mine is Lions plus three at the Ravens. You know, I really, really, really wanted to be real ballsy and just say money line. For the Lions, but I went ahead and just did plus three. Um, and we've talked about the Ravens a little bit here. They're they're just not going to. They're going to have that hangover. And everybody talks about their defense so far this year, but they've faced C.J. Stroud in his NFL debut with what four, three or four missing offensive linemen, a less than hundred percent Joe Burrow, Minshew, who actually beat them in Baltimore, uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson, Kenny Pickett, and Ryan Tannehill. It's not screaming anything amazing there. And Goff is extremely better than any of those six people I just mentioned. Um, Lions got it. So, Matt? That's quite the murderer's row of quarterbacks there. <laughs> yeah. All right. My lock of the week on a dirty old high school football is the mm. Dolphins at <laughs> Eagles. Over 51 and a half, from what I understand, it's up to 52 now. Doesn't matter. I don't give a shit. Still going over. Uh, there's going to be some points scored in this game. It, it's two pretty damn good offenses. Um, both of them can run. Both of them can pass. Philly has the edge on D, but it, it's not like we're talking about the 85 Bears either. Let's sit back and, and enjoy a, a, a really fun primetime game. Ramey? Before, Kyle, before Kyle can cut me off, my lock of the week is Browns at Colts under 40 total points. It's actually up to 40 and a half, but still hammer that under. The Browns defense, um, already kind of beleaguered the point, uh, is going to kind of dominate the Colts offense. And I think that they're going to look to Jerome Ford in that running game to kind of just control the clock and get out of, the, of Indianapolis with a win. But I think it's going to go under 40 and a half. So that's my lock of the week. Nice. Excellent. Excellent picks all around, gentlemen. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. I hope all of us get them right, except for Kyle. Yeah. yeah. Kyle, I hope all years are wrong for the yeah. next like four weeks because I yeah, want you to guys see are... the frustration you on your be... face every day. No, nope. I'm not relinquishing this. the 
the number one spot in those uh, aces and deuces. Yeah, you like, are. Yeah, there's nothing again, to do about it. I, I think it's really important to let everyone know that Kyle is the arbiter of deciding whether or not an ace or a deuce is actually an ace or a deuce. Um, this so. is why you all have access to the Google Drive with all these spreadsheets in there. If there's, I didn't know there was a drive. Yeah. What are you talking what, about? What's a Google yeah. Drive? Right, right. Um, this nope, is automated are, cars. I mean, it's pretty much like 10 points. Um, like your Cowboys, de your Cowboys defense, like finished bottom five uh, last week. So, you know, that was a lot that you bottom that. five. I think they, they did. I, I think the Chargers I, I, only scored 17 points. Yeah. Bottom five. Bottom five shittiest defense. You're good to go. Um, cool. What else we got? Oh. Sunday morning, 1130, our inaugural Tinker Time <laughs> show. Um, 1130 Eastern on our YouTube channel, Stone Dance. Well, this YouTube channel, duh. I'm so used to just talking about social media and stuff, and I have to put that on there that I'm on here. But, um, you know, when you're sitting there Sunday morning stressing about your lineup and you want to do a little tinker, you know, give us a shout. We'll be on here to help you with your questions your lineup yes. your last minute lineup questions or trades or anything any fantasy related shit hell i'll take questions on world war ii bombing history you know whatever yep. you want to ask kyle will be here sunday morning to be your tinker tickler yep. yeah tinker tickler. just don't just don't tinker with it too much or you'll end up yep. screwing yourself right um and find us on the socials there we're stoned on sports podcast on facebook instagram and tiktok and on the x slash twitter we are at stoned on sports one check us out there we post a bunch of extra stuff there as well gentlemen anybody got anything else i am sorry i'm gonna miss the inaugural tinker time um but i will be thinking, thinking of you guys you. while i'm watching sorry. colts browns prove it I will. I mean, you'll be. Are you pre-drinking before on the way to the stadium, or I mean, anything like that? Maybe. Tailgating. Yeah, I might do a little bit. I might partake. Depends. Yeah. Depends on what the weather looks like. I think it's going to be a pretty nice weather weekend here in Indy. Well, so, there's grab a your phone. And send, grab your phone and send us a question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. While you're tailgating. It's just a bunch of Fs as I've fallen asleep <laughs> on my phone. Raimi's passed out already. But. <laughs> nice another great show yeah. gentlemen um yeah well me and matt will be back sunday morning at 11 30. anything else matt want to take us out sure thing appreciate everybody for watching uh it's been an absolute pleasure we will talk to you here in a couple of days uh those of you who are watching the replay if you have questions for us hit us up on the socials we'll, we'll take care of you there if you can't make it live or if you can make it both, you ask questions today, Alex or George play, you got more, we got you. Until next time, we'll see you.